Are you ready to discover and unlock your full potential in God? Are you ready to release the power of God in your life? Or do you sense that purpose and destiny are beckoning you to take a leap of faith? If so, continue to listen to this episode. I want to welcome you to Conversations with Chris. I am your host, Christian T. Howell Sr. I'm going to share uncompromising truth and amazing insights as we partner with God on our journey to wholeness, purpose, and to pursue our callings and passion. Take a listen and please stay tuned to the end of the episode. I've got some exciting updates to share with you. See you in just a few minutes. Well, hello and welcome to Conversations with Chris. I am your host, Christian T. Howell Sr., and I am so excited that you have taken time out of your busy day, your busy schedule, your busy life, your productive days, and spent a little quality time with us as we engage in a new and riveting topic that I'm sure is going to be life-changing for you. We're going to start a new series and a new uh, a new dialogue this week that I'm sure is on the heart of every American, every person in every country. This subject will impact and touch every person across the globe. We're going to start a dialogue about relationships. That's right. We're going into uncharted territories and we're going to talk about relationships. Now, let me set some parameters here. Relationships in and of themselves are not good or bad. So we're going to explore both good and bad relationships. It's the people, whether they're healthy or unhealthy, that determine whether relationships are healthy, unhealthy, or good or bad. But either way, all of us, in some shape or fashion or form or another, are in some sort of relationship. And we've got to learn what is a relationship? What, are the, what is the real DNA of a relationship? How do we navigate relationships? When should we be in one? Should we have partnerships or should we be in relationships? There are a lot of things that we really need to uncover because sometimes not defining something properly inevitably means that we abuse the very nature of what we're trying to do. You all know the truth. Sometimes relationships, we have stayed around past their expiration date. We should have created a partnership. We should have created some sort of, of, of other dynamic, or we should have simply separated. But because of our values, our religious beliefs, our family traditions, we've been taught to be loyal. We've been taught to be uh, familiar. We've been taught to, 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 to love without limits. When sometimes the simple truth is we don't even relate anymore. Now, let me start off by saying I want to define and I think we should define what is a relationship. A lot of people call things relationships. A lot of times we use the words very loosely. I'm in a relationship. I'm in a dating relationship. I'm in a relationship with my church. I have a relationship with my job. But at the core of that statement, I want to really explore what is a relationship by definition. So let's jump right into this. If 
you have your notepad, your pen, your paper, you may want to take notes because this is going to be life changing. If you were to look up the word relationship, you may find in simple form that a relationship is a state of being related or interrelated. Let me say that again. It's the state of being related or interrelated. It's also defined as a state of affairs existing between those having relations or dealings. It also goes on to say a relationship can be defined as an emotional attachment between individuals. Hear me clearly. It is also defined as an emotional attachment between individuals. Another clear definition of relationship, according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, is the way in which two or more people or things are connected. Let me say that again. There are key words and I want you to understand. It's the way in which two or more people or things are connected. Hold that thought. We're going to give you one other definition. Then we'll come back and explore this. The last definition says the way in which two or more people, groups, countries, etc. Talk to, behave toward, and deal with each other. Out of every definition that we've given, out of every example that we've given or can use even in the future, there are principles that, that, that must be embedded in order for it to be called a relationship. Number one, we must be able to relate. Every relationship is formed off of how we relate to the opposite. Whether it's a person, a company, a family, a nation, relationships are predicated upon how well we relate. If we don't relate well, we have a relationship, but we have a bad or negative one. If we relate well, if we get along well, if we have similar values, beliefs, similar goals, dreams, aspirations, then we say we have a good relationship or a healthy relationship. One of the other key words in the definition was the word connect or connected. Now, I want to really help you understand this. Every relationship is hinged upon being properly connected to the other. Let me say that again. Every relationship is contingent. It is it hinges on the ability to connect to the other. In other words, if I attempt to have a hookup, but we don't connect, then we do not have a relationship. How many times have people engaged in dating practices uh, or anything of a similar nature and they tried to connect, they tried to have a hookup. However, at the end of the day, there simply was no connection. Come on, let's be real for another moment. What about when people attempt to join a ministry, they visit a church, or even you yourself have tried to be a part of networks, fellowships, or other organizations? You went, but sometimes, even though there was glamour, there was glitz, there was spotlights, there was sparkles, there were strobe lights. At the end of the day, I just didn't feel like I connected properly. You know, you, come on, you've, we've all been there. Everything looks good, but we don't seem to quite hit it off. We don't gel or as the generation, we don't really vibe together. 
And because that connection isn't there, we really don't pursue a relationship. However, if we're unhealthy, if our identity is not stable, we will press through all of the negative warning signs, all of the red flags, and we will allow ourselves to unhealthily connect to something that we really don't relate to well. There are far too many believers, and I want to be the honest broker today, that are even in marriages, we're in a relationship, we're connected, but we don't even relate. We're unequally yoked. We're going to churches that we don't even feel like we're part of, but we're staying out of loyalty. Hear me, precious one. I'm not against relationships. I'm trying to help you define what a relationship really is. If we don't connect, we don't have a relationship. But the other thing that's interesting is an emotional attachment. Now, this is where it gets a little tricky because you healthy or unhealthily can become emotionally attached to healthy things or even unhealthy things. Oh, my God. Let's really talk about this for a moment. It's the it's it's the spouse that's not feeling honored at home, that's not feeling properly valued at home, that starts to feel more value, more more honor, more more purpose at the job, at the gym or God forbid from another person. And somehow we become emotionally connected to the other things and unknowingly we formed a relationship And there are many people asking, how did I get here today? How did this thing, where they're sitting in places, they're sitting and they're trying to figure out how did this happen? I never intended to be in this. I didn't know. It wasn't my intention. But the problem was we allowed ourselves to connect in a bad moment. We were unhealthy. We were, we, we were desperate. We needed something. And because we were bankrupt emotionally, we started connecting to things unhealthily. Now, I don't want this to become just a negative dialogue. I want to tell you the actual good news that from the beginning of creation, the very beginning, God always was about relationships. Before we knew him as king, before we knew him as a savior, he was a father. It was relationship. In the beginning, when God made Adam and Adam fell asleep and God took bone out and and he said, now she's bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. He instantly did not start doing anything other than saying, how do I relate to her? He identified how he related to Eve and even Adam had a relationship. Listen, God, even Adam, even had a relationship. It wasn't so much about rules. It wasn't so much about about do's and don'ts. It wasn't about punishment or penalty. It was about relationship. Even God said, it's not good for man to be alone. Man needs relationship. At a core level, there are at least two relationships that every human being needs. Hear me, hear me, precious. There are at least two relationships that every human needs. It's patterned in the beginning. 
in the beginning, there was God and Adam. Every person longs to connect with their creator, God. We long for that connection. It's pre-wired in us to reconnect with our creator. And so every person who's alive, right or wrong, healthy or unhealthy, always strives to connect to what they think is something higher. They call him by different names. But at the end of the day, the truth of the matter is they're looking to connect to God, their creator. Every person needs that relationship. Secondly, now this may be a little strange, but I don't care if you're introvert or extrovert, male, female, doesn't matter your race, your financial status, every person needs to connect to another person. Hear me, beloved. People may have done us wrong. They may have hurt us. We may have been subject to abuse, harsh words, rhetoric, language. But at the end of the day, we're pre-wired to connect to other people. Because after God said, Adam, you exist, you're alive. He breathed his breath into man and man became a living soul. He didn't tell Adam to connect to the animals. He named them. But even in all of creation, with all of, of the beauty, the splendor, the majesty, even though God and Adam could walk together in the cool of the garden, God said it's not good for man to be alone. He needs someone that he can relate to. I want to really tell you, you and I are pre-wired it's in our DNA to be in relationships. The problem is we'd always have to start slowing down and saying, do we really relate? How well do we relate? Now, let me let me let me let me explain that for a few minutes. Let's just talk about that for a minute. As a, as a spiritual leader, people often say. I, they visit a church for the first time. They visit a ministry. They say, I want to join. I want to be a part of this. And in my wisdom, I've counseled many people. No, sir, no, ma'am. That's not healthy. You don't know if you relate off of one experience. It's a relationship. Before you make enter into a covenant like that, you need to date each other. Collect some data. We all can have one great moment. But do we really relate or did we just have a good time together? Now, I know that's a little too much information for some people, but we don't we don't go on a date and then get married the same night. No, we spend time making sure that we really relate, that we have something we can build on together, that we have similar interests, similar goals, similar passions. We're going in the same direction. And so even in spiritual matters. We've got to be careful not to just allow ourselves to go to the mountain one time and try to stay there forever. No, we must spend time dating. We must spend time uncovering how do we relate or did we just have, come on, a good time. I don't want people to connect spiritually off of a one night stand. No, sir, no, ma'am. 
we must really work to define and build a healthy relationship. There's something to this that I think because we're in such uh, uh, we long and we're so built and pre-wired for relationships that sometimes we allow ourselves to fall into relationships prematurely. We allow ourselves to hook up. Come on. And we get hung up on small things that had we taken time to really uncover with each other. Oh, my God, we could have avoided a lot of pain. But at the end of the day, it only proves that we crave good relationships. I want you to take a minute and really think through this. How much pain, how much uh, uh, suffering, how much negative things in your life could you have avoided if we just would have taken it just a little bit slower going into relationships? Whether it's a job, a ministry, or a marriage, even if it's a business deal, we could have taken it just a little bit slower and said, let me check this out before I enter into a relationship. Do we really connect? Come on. Do we really share the same? Do we have the same language? What? What? Now, 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 I felt like I really want to explain this. In every relationship, there are differences. But in a relationship, if we're going to survive, we spend more time trying to maximize how we connect than what disconnects us. And dearly beloved, I want to share with you an amazing truth that I believe is relevant for the day we're living in. The enemy is after relationships in this season. He wants to magnify everything that would cause us to disconnect. He's 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 majoring on minor differences. He's he's highlighting things that have been there the whole time, but they weren't a problem until now. Our job is to focus on how we relate. Why are we? What's the purpose of the connection? Because if purpose is intact, differences can be overcome. Now, in the days to come. I'm going to really lay a foundation uh, of what are some good traits or the DNA of good relationships. But I'm also going to really explore common things, threads and happenings that really eat away and undermine relationships. Oh, my friend, I want to tell you, it is the will of God for you to have great relationships. He wants you to be happy. He wants you to be prosperous. This is the season not to disconnect from everybody, but it is a season to properly evaluate. Do I relate to everybody I'm connected to? You've got to have courage in this season that if we don't relate anymore, we need to have a hard conversation. Let's save ourselves some pain. Let's save ourselves some future problems and simply recognize we don't relate anymore. We may need to spend a few moments figuring out where do we lose our connection? What happened to our connection? Now, I'm going to say this before I finish, but even go through your spiritual walk with Christ. There are some times that the cares of this world choke out our relationship. Come on, crisis, pandemics, all sorts of upheavals, uh, turmoil in the world, wars and rooms of wars. Those things shake our relationship. And we have to sit down and say, wait a minute, 
What am I really connected to Christ for? How do I relate to him? Do we speak the same language? Have we lost the same sense of value? If so, we may find our relationship, yeah, growing a little dim. Now, in the Bible, there's an interesting passage that talks about that there's a chance that the love of the saints have wax cold. Now, that's troubling because it literally implies that God is love. And if God is love and our love grows cold, then we really don't relate well to him anymore. We're naming the name of Christ. But our relationship with him, come on, the light is getting dim inside this marriage of Christ. I'm calling us to a place of sobriety. I'm calling us to a place where we got to really check our hearts, where we really got to do some introspection, stop looking at everyone else in this season and realize the enemy has come from my relationships. He's coming after my marriage. He's coming after my family. He's coming after your ministry. And we've got to sit down and really put this thing in proper perspective. We don't have to agree on everything to be in a relationship. Come on, let's tell the truth. We don't have to like everything the other person does. We don't even have to approve of everything they do. But what I will not do in this season, I will not allow the enemy to cause me to disconnect from what I really do relate to. But on this same token, I will not allow my emotions to cause me to stay connected to what I no longer relate to. Maybe when we started, we jailed well, we vibed well, but maybe we've grown to a place, come on, like Abram and Lot, where we've got to do some hard dialogue, say, hey, it was great while it lasted, but it's time for you to go east and I'm going to go west. I want to leave with your thought. Maybe we can preserve the relationship. Maybe we can come back to it in our future if we realize We don't relate now, but we can leave the door open for our future that if we may relate well again in the future. I'm reminded of Paul. He traveled and there were times he had disagreements with his own spiritual children. Well, at some seasons, he said he had to send some back, but it didn't end the relationship. Come on, y'all. There's a pandemic in the body of Christ. Where the moment we disagree, we break relationship. And my question is, were we only in relationship because we agree with each other? Here's my question. Do we still agree? Do we still agree on our principles? Do we still agree on the foundation? If we do, then why are we so quick to break relationship? Hmm. I wonder... Was there some special partnership going on or were we ever in a relationship? I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. You can't be telling the truth. Well, I want to explore this with you for a couple of weeks. And I want to really tell you. Check your relationships in this season. You'll never grow beyond your connections. You'll never be stretched beyond your connections. You'll never live beyond your connections because relationships, you figured it out by now. 
if we relate together, then we're going in the same direction. I want to ask you, can two really walk together except they agree? I, I want to ask you that. I submit to you, if we no longer relate, maybe we should get out the boat. Or maybe we should split the boat in half. It's better, hear me, it is better to walk away in a healthy relationship moment than to burn a bridge you may need in your future. Just take a few days, evaluate your relationships, and let's ask the Lord to open our hearts, help us understand why did we relate? Why did we connect? What were we looking for? Is it still applicable now? And if not, God, give me the courage to have a conversation. Because my relationship with the Father and my relationship with others, they both matter. But at the end of the day, hey, we're going to be in a relationship and so, join me next week. Join me next time. I promise you, this is going to bless your life. Yeah, this may not be uh, the best sermon you've ever heard. But I don't want to be religious anymore. I want to relate to you. And I want you to have better relationships. Because your future is contingent upon who you relate to. This is your host, Christian T. Howell Sr., Join me next time and share this download. We're going to be talking about relationships. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Conversations with Chris podcast. If you like what you heard today, you can visit www.christiantheowell.com for more information concerning books, blogs, information on spiritual growth and development, and even some of the services we provide, such as coaching, therapy, and deliverance sessions. Also, you can find more information about all that we do at www.overcomersmovement.org. Listen, we are everywhere on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Just look for Apostle Chris or look for Overcomers Movement. Look, I enjoyed this time with you today. Before we leave, please take a moment at the end and rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. If this session has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend, spread the word, tell them that Conversations with Chris is happening every week. Listen, our hearts are for you. You are born of God. You are an overcomer. You have the victory. And we'll see you next week. Take care.